Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to or back to the show. Thank you so much for clicking on today's episode. Gotta set the scene for you guys. I am sitting in my living room recording this episode. I've got a cup of coffee. The Nespresso pot that I made today is actually one that I kind of had left over from like August, September, and it's really taking me back. Like I feel like I'm just drinking it like nostalgia (laughs) like this is just a very nostalgic feeling cup of coffee even though august september was maybe six months ago those were like some of my favorite months i was tan the weather was good i had fun things on the calendar it was one of those pods that i just kind of like found at the bottom of the the basket and i was like oh i didn't know that i had one of these and it's a tropical coconut flavored so i'm really uh off brand (laughs) for the time of year but that's okay. It's yummy. And I have a mug that I got at Barnes & Noble two weeks ago, I think, and it's called a positive affirmations mug. So literally all around it are just like fun little positive affirmations. So like focus on the good, expect nothing, appreciate everything, be happy, be bright, be you. It's the most corny mug I've ever gotten, I think, but it's really fun. And if you guys listen to the show frequently, you know that I'm a sucker for like cheesy Pinteresty quotes so this is very on brand for me but yeah cheers guys happy thursday i hope that you're having a great week um i'm pretty pumped about today's episode this time of year specifically i'm really prone to we'll call it like the winter blues i will say my brain is feeling a little bit scattered this morning and i did the journal i did the meditation i did all the things and I'm just like, I, I feel like I just can't get there. And so hopefully this recording like isn't too rocky, but I might record a little bit and then go to work and then record tonight again. I do that sometimes, just kind of like break it into chunks, but I've kind of just been feeling a little funky lately. And I feel like at least one podcast a month, I start things off by saying, I'm not feeling 100%. I'm feeling kind of funky. I'm in a funk. I got to get out of this. And I saw something the other day that really kind of started to shift that perspective for me. And it was, I I wish that when I saw these things, first and foremost, this is like a, a major problem that I have. I see these things and I like love the quote. I retain it, but I never save the video. I don't screenshot it. I don't know whose instagram username to shout out none of that so sorry about that but i saw this quote or is a real actually and the guy was saying that that life is essentially all about the highs and the lows and if you think of a heart rate monitor it's always going up and down up and down up and down and if you're just stagnant if you're in the middle you flatline i'm also real big on the phrase you know just ride the wave Uh, you know, life comes and goes in waves, like kind of relating life to the ocean. I grew up near the water and so the water helps me to make sense of things. But so kind of taking this same idea of life's like a wave or ride the wave, but thinking of it as a heart rate monitor and if you are stagnant, you flatline, I was just like mind blown. That concept was super cool to me. And so anytime that I start to worry that I'm getting into a low low because I've I've been there. I've been pretty low before. I can start to kind of recognize when I'm not doing too well. Just to be completely open and honest with you guys, I have not been doing too well lately. 
And so I'm getting mad at myself because I'm like, I don't want to go there again. I don't want to feel sad all the time again. I don't want to feel anxious all the time again. I don't want to go back to feeling the way that I felt when I was really, really low. So for me, a good first step when I start to feel that downward movement is to actively take steps to pull it back up again. Obviously, you got to go down before you come up, all that jazz, but I definitely think that there are things, at least in my life, things that I can do that I know help my mind and help my body when I start to feel down and sad and blue and all the things. So that is what today's episode is all about. These are free things that you can do for your mental health. Obviously, if it's like cook a meal, you got to buy the groceries, but like I feel like that's just kind of like included in like the cost of just like life in general. Um, But for the most part, these are just things that you can do, like drop everything that you're doing and go do these things type practices. So I'm excited to share those with you guys today. But first and foremost, we do have just a few announcements and then we have our segments. Um, First up is to join the group chat if you aren't already in the group chat. I did something really cool last week and I put kind of a feeler out there for, I guess I'll just go ahead and give it away because it's already rolling and people in the group chat know about it. Fun fact about me is that I am a certified health coach and I used to take clients um, a little over a year ago when like before I took on my like big girl marketing job and moved and all that jazz and like life got really crazy. Um, I used to take one-on-one clients and I had some group coaching programs and that was so freaking fun and I miss, I miss doing that. And so I was like, I have no idea how I can incorporate that into my life just because of the time commitment. But I do want to do something for this community. So in the group chat, I opened up a couple time slots in my calendar um, for people to book a one-on-one with me, just like a 30-minute one-on-one, like ask me anything type situation. I opened up eight spots over a six-week period and they were gone in like 45 to 60 seconds, which is insane. So... Thank you guys for doing that. I I knew that people would like it. I didn't realize that you guys like wanted to talk to me that badly. It was just another one of those like surreal moments for me that kind of reinforces the idea that like you guys enjoy the show and like want to take it beyond the mic. And so I want to continue to find ways to connect with you guys beyond the mic. So I'm currently in the process of trying to figure out how to make some sort of like group event situation or maybe do a live event obviously virtual is easy because this community is global which is crazy so thank you for that um but i love connecting with people in person so i'm trying to figure out a way to do that and the group chat will always be the first to know so if you aren't already in the group chat definitely go join it. I feel like I'm just like texting my friends. Like I literally put a feel out feeler out there and I was like, if I opened up some calendar slots, would you guys like that? And you guys were like, yeah. And then I did it. So it's kind of just where I, I kind of bounce ideas around and I love that you guys use it the same way. Um, people ask questions in there. People go to support one another. I mean, sometimes I'll check it and someone has asked a question and like 10 of you have already responded with like really, really high quality answers. And I'm like, oh my gosh, these people are just incredible. So 
the community that we have here is insane and I am so grateful for you guys and it's cool to watch you kind of just like create friendships in that group chat. So if you have not joined the group chat, you definitely should. The link is in the show notes. Microhabits are one of my favorite things to talk about and AG1 by Athletic Greens is probably my favorite morning microhabit. AG1's all-in-one formula is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients of the highest quality. It's just one scoop into water every day. That's it. There's no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. I've been taking AG1 for probably, I don't know, six months to a year now. And one of the biggest benefits that I've noticed is in my gut health and in my skin. I've also seen noticeable differences in my mood, including getting over that afternoon slump when I take my AG1. My AG1 is delivered to me every single month, so it's been super easy to commit to it as a daily habit. They also have single-serving travel packs, so whenever I'm on the go, I never have to miss a day. So if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash 8020. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash 8020. Check it out. So let's go ahead and get into our highs and lows of the week. Um, A high for, actually, we'll start with the low. We'll start with the low. Uh, the low would probably just have to be that I've been feeling kind of low. And that in and of itself, I think, is fine. Um, I don't want to dwell too much on the fact that, you know, I have bad days and I'm feeling anxious and I'm feeling sad. Um, but that's just kind of where I'm at right now. And then the high is that I signed up for a 5K which is really exciting. I grew up in one of those families that like runs the 5Ks on Thanksgiving and like hosts the 5Ks and like my family was very plugged into the fitness community where I grew up and so I kind of grew up running a bunch of races and I absolutely hated it. I hated running races and it's because I felt like I was never good at running as a kid. It's always kind of funny how things come full circle, but now as an adult, I have started to actually enjoy running. It's one of those things that you have to like teach yourself to enjoy and it's taken a really, really long time for me to get there. My friend Tori, uh, Tori D. Simone, she has a podcast and she... I, I want to say maybe it was like 2020 or 2021, whenever she started to get into running, um, I would listen to her podcast and I would hear her say that she's getting back into running, she's training for these races, and I would always just think that's so cool. And so I would definitely kind of credit her to like planting that seed, even though it was literally two or three years ago. Um, but it's taken that long for me to kind of get over this idea that I'm not good at running and to just start running anyway. I got a good pair of running shoes and I started to actually make the decision to go for runs. And it totally gets easier the more you do it. That's true with anything in life. But I've spent the past you know six months or so running and I'm really enjoying it. And I decided to sign up for a 5K. So I'm super pumped. It's in March, so I've got about six weeks. But I also got Lexi to sign up with me. The two of us just kind of come as a pair at this point. We're two peas in a pod and you can't really have one without the other. So obviously I got her to sign up for it with me 
and I am getting her back into running because she was saying the same thing that she just wants to, you know, jump right in and there's no better way than to sign up for something and kind of have that to hold yourself accountable. So we're excited to do this and I will keep you guys posted. Also, the Nike Run Club app would highly recommend. They have 5k training plans on there. They have honestly all kinds of different types of training plans, but that is the app that I use to get back into running. So if you guys are looking for a good kind of app or training program, Nike Run Club is the place to go. Every plate is the perfect way to make weeknight cooking simple. I know firsthand that life is busy. I'm busy. You guys are busy. You've got work. You've got school. You've got hitting the gym. You've got keeping up with friends and family, keeping up with the house. And I know how hard it can be to make it to the grocery store and cook and make sure that you're just checking all the boxes and doing all the things. And that is where every plate comes in. So every plate delivers delicious, affordable recipes directly to your door while also allowing you to expand your cooking skills with their easy to follow recipes. Each recipe includes the highest quality ingredients so you know that your meals will always be fresh. Not all meal kits are the same, so make the smart choice and choose every plate. Every plate is up to 56% cheaper than leading meal kits, so you get so much bang for your buck. It's no wonder that it's America's best value meal kit. Get started with every plate for just $1.39 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 802139. Again, get started with every plate for just $1.39 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 802139. There's something that I like to do in my journal and I thought that I would introduce it as a segment because I think it's a really, it's just a cool practice and it's kind of like a mini check-in with yourself. You make a line down the page and you write more of on one side and then less of on the other. And so I thought that a fun segment that I could introduce is sharing one more of and one less of. And so today's more of is more moving slow, less rushing around. And this kind of ties into our quote of the week too. So I'm kind of tying, I'm kind of pairing these segments together. But I read a quote on Pinterest the other day that said, stop measuring your days on degrees of productivity and start measuring in degrees of presence. And so that kind of prompted me to write more moving slow, less rushing around. Because recently I have taken the term efficiency and ran with it. I feel like lately everything that I've been doing has been for efficiency and not necessarily for accuracy or enjoyment, I guess we could say. Like, I will literally pack my schedule so tight to the point where there's no breathing room and I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off and everything is just to get the box checked. Like, to the point where the food that I'm cooking is like for efficiency. Like let's just have like a really bland chicken breast and like some rice. Like that's not fun. And that's not me. Like I literally put out a cookbook last year and now I'm making like just random food for the sake of efficiency. That's so not me. And so in this kind of season of like rushing around, just trying to get shit done, I've lost pieces of things that I like to do for the sake of efficiency. And this kind of plays into 
free things that you can do for your mental health as well. So it all kind of ties together. But I know that one of the reasons that I've been feeling down lately is because I'm not being true to myself and I'm not being true to, I like a slow morning. I like to just sip a cup of coffee and journal. I don't like to wake up late and rush around and just like throw random shit in a bag and like run out the door. Like that's not me. I like to take things slow. I enjoy moving slow. Yeah, being efficient is a great skill to have, but you can be efficient at a realistic pace, I think. Um, And also it's like, what's the freaking rush? Like what's going on that's like a 911 emergency that we literally have to move at a million miles an hour? So it's not necessarily always about being productive. It's not always about being efficient. It's about being present, being here right now doing what you need to do for yourself and so that is why I created a list of free things that you can do to help your mind obviously if you're helping your mind you're helping your body you're helping your soul they all kind of tie together but I definitely think that my mind is something that needs a little bit of TLC right now so I created this list you guys already know this I feel like I don't even have to make a disclaimer but these are just tips and tricks. These are recommendations. These are things that I do. I'm not a therapist. I do have a health coaching certification, but I am not a therapist. I'm not a mental health professional. So if that's what you're seeking, that is not what this is. I think everyone should go talk to someone professionally. I think everybody needs a therapist. I recently did decide to go back to therapy because that is what I feel like I need in my life right now. I personally have been in and out of therapy since high school. It's definitely something that everybody can benefit from. There are so many different options and if it's just something that you think you should look into, I highly recommend that you do. Additionally, if someone in your life has come to you and said, hey, I think that you should go talk to someone, take them up on that offer. So we've established that there's a big difference between a therapist, a mental health professional, and my tips and tricks. Are we good to dive in? Yes, cool, let's get it. So 10 free things that you can do to help your mind, your body, when you're just not feeling great. So first things first, I think that it's appropriate that I let you guys know that I did in fact take a break from recording today's episode, and I actually took a very long and break, way longer than I intended. I think I recorded this on Monday morning or Tuesday morning, or like I've recorded the intro up until this point, And then it is now Thursday night at like 6.30 p.m. and I'm recording the back half of the episode and editing it tonight and uploading it for you guys. So I appreciate your patience with me, but I have just had myself a week. I was going to do this last night, but I decided to take my own advice and do something for my mental health. And I was sitting here editing the podcast and I was going to record the back half and all that. And I was just feeling so, so, so anxious. And I just slammed my laptop shut and I was like, I have to go move my body. So I went to the gym. Obviously, I know that the gym isn't necessarily free, but there are definitely ways that you can move your body when you're feeling anxious, when you're feeling overwhelmed. In my opinion, there's nothing that a good sweat can't fix. So that is item number one, that if you're starting to feel like life is just getting crazy, a great way to clear your head is go move your body. What's crazy to me is the connection that 
your mind and body have. The minute I opened up SoundCloud and turned on like a big booty mix and I just got it blasting in my headphones, we'll talk about music in a couple points. I hopped on the treadmill and I just started to run and within like five minutes, I kind of got into this state of like, okay, I'm gonna be fine. The number of thoughts that are entering my mind is starting to lower and it just felt good. And so I think that when you're feeling anxious, when you're feeling overwhelmed, one of the best things you can do for yourself is move your body. Even if it's just going outside and going for a walk, maybe you go for a run, maybe you get on the floor and you roll out on a foam roller, maybe you do some jumping jacks in your living room, maybe you dance around. I don't know what movement looks like to you, but just start moving your body. I also think that moving locations is helpful too. So like, let's say you're studying for a big test and you're feeling super overwhelmed and you're studying in the library. If that spot just isn't working for you, maybe there's bad energy in the room. Maybe the person next to you is like sending you bad vibes. That spot in the library just isn't working for you. Literally just pack up your backpack and go switch to a coffee shop or go to a different academic building or go back to your house and take a breather. Like I'm kind of segueing into a little bit of a different category, but I think psychologically locations can trigger certain emotions or feelings and sometimes you just have to physically move locations to feel better. Item number two is to meditate. And the cool thing about meditation is that there really is no right or wrong way to do it. You can literally just throw a pillow on the floor and sit on it and just start breathing. You don't really have to entirely quiet your mind. I read somewhere or I heard somewhere that your mind has like 30 to 80,000 thoughts a day or something crazy like that. So there's no way that you can literally completely clear your head and think about nothing. If for some reason you figure that out, let me know your formula because I would love to know. But sometimes just slowing down, taking some deep breaths, listening to some meditation music or no music at all, or following a guided meditation, or I just got this new book, it's called Breath as Prayer and it's like breathing, it's like inhaling one thing, exhaling another, and it's been really helpful, so I'll leave that linked in the show notes, but there are so many different types of meditation practices, and there's no right or wrong way to do it, so just starting it, just doing it, maybe it's an easy breathing exercise, it can look different for everyone, and in different seasons, you might need different things, but dropping into some sort of meditation practice has always been really helpful for me. Item number three is to physically clear your house of clutter. So maybe you clean your kitchen or maybe you pick up the living room, you know, you organize the coffee table, maybe you organize your desktop on your computer or you fold your laundry and put it away. I think oftentimes that when our house or our space is cluttered, our mind becomes cluttered too. So by even spending like five minutes just picking up your house, it can kind of start to alleviate overwhelmed and anxious feelings. Item number four is to cook or bake something with love. I talked about this earlier in the episode, but lately I have been just like throwing stuff together, throwing food together without intention. And I physically feel different when I cook with intention versus cooking without intention. And I physically feel different when I actually sit down and eat a meal intentionally versus when I sit down and eat my meal at a computer screen or at my desk or scrolling my phone or even with the tv on i think that those are unintentional ways of eating and when i am present and actually enjoying the food that i'm eating i feel better 
in every aspect of life. So cooking a meal with love and enjoying it with love has been a game changer for me. So ever since the summer, I've been listening to a lot of house music. I actually found an article and it says science explains why house music is good for your brain and it has to do with the BPMs of the music. So the higher the BPM, the higher your heart rate is. So that's why like people drive really fast to rock music. Like you're just pedal to the metal driving fast. This article said that generally the BPM of most house music falls between 115 and 130. So the higher the BPM, the higher your heart rate. And there's also research that shows that the buildups and drops in house music are rewarding for the body. So that's kind of why people get like addicted to like, um, like festivals and stuff because, well, probably for a number of different reasons, but also like there for the music and stuff. The article says that when the drop arrives, your body reacts to it and assesses whether it's worthy of releasing a, releasing a dopamine hit. So you physically feel good when the beat drops. Like, have you ever been listening to a song for the first time and the beat drops and you're like, holy shit, that was good. I wish that I could listen to it again. There's a reason for that. So the science of music is pretty cool. So if you don't listen to house music, that's fine, but I'm sure that there are other types of music too that like get you going, make you feel good. So create those playlists and tuck them away and pull them out when you need them. I definitely think that there's a time and place for sad music, but oftentimes it just makes things worse for me. So I've been blasting house in my car, like wherever I'm going, it's probably house music just because I want to feel good and house music just does that for me. Item number six is to do something creative. So maybe you do a puzzle or you color in a coloring book or paint a picture or do watercolors or draw with sidewalk chalk. These are all things that we used to do as kids that I think we've kind of just done away with, or at least I've done away with, because maybe I just feel like I don't have the time, or maybe I feel like it's a kid's activity, but there's a reason why kids just play. We're supposed to play. Like, life is supposed to be so much fun, and I think we just take life too seriously. So instead of, like, sitting on the couch, I'm guilty of it too, don't don't get me wrong, like, there's something kind of rewarding about, like, sitting on the couch and just scrolling on your phone after a long day because it's it's mindless but you could be mindless in color or you could be mindless into a puzzle obviously like it's fine to be on your phone i'm not going to sit here and pretend like i don't do it because i do but there's just something kind of peaceful and and happy about like coloring and stuff like that so i actually have an idea of a painting activity that i want to do and i've been putting it off probably since like before christmas but maybe this weekend i'll paint and I'll keep you guys posted, but I feel like that would be really cool. Item number seven is to, I feel like this seems so simple, but item number seven is to phone a friend. And when I tell you guys, I have kind of become a little bit of an extrovert. I don't know, maybe I take that back, I don't know. But I just feel better when I talk to people. We're not meant to do life alone. Let me say that again. We're not meant to do life alone. Thinking back to Monday, I felt like I was just on my A-game and that's because I had a really good weekend and I had like not back-to-back plans in an overwhelming way but just a lot of plans that did in fact fill my cup and that made me feel really good heading into the week but for some reason very quickly that feeling fades and I think that you know when I go about my week and it kind of just starts to feel like Groundhog Day it's easy to get lonely and so when you start to feel this way 
it's a good time to phone a friend. You're not being a burden. You're not being annoying. If you have a good circle around you, if you have good supportive people, they're going to pick up the phone. They're going to be there for you and they'll talk it out with you. But seriously, when you're feeling down, when you're feeling sad, it's a good time to use your resources and lean on the people in your life. Number eight is to take the shower. Guys, I'm talking about the self-care shower, okay? This is the shower where you like pumice stone your feet before you get in and you shave your body and then you do a self-tan after and then you get back in the shower and you wash the self-tan off later. Maybe you do a hair mask before you hop in. Like literally guys, I'm talking about doing all the self-care things. Maybe carve out like an hour, two hours, dare I say three, and take the self-care shower. Hot tip for you guys, put like a salt rock lamp in your bathroom or switch the light bulbs to color changing light bulbs and make it super moody in there, play spa music, like make it feel good. And then while you're in the shower, I do this sometimes, it's really, really corny, but physically picture all your problems washing down the drain. Literally like be washing your body and like watch the soap bubbles go down the drain and be like, those are my problems and they're gone, goodbye. And just picture them washing away. It's really meditative. Number nine is to literally just go to sleep. Take a nap, go to bed early, just let your body rest. Sometimes all you need is a good nap. Like when toddlers are grumpy, they go down for a nap and they wake up happy. Same thing with adults. Item number 10 is to write stuff down. When you write, there are places that you can go in your mind that you can't go without a pen. And so maybe you make a gratitude list. Maybe you just do a brain dump. Maybe you write down your favorite quotes or your favorite words of affirmation. Maybe you write down a prayer. Maybe you write down the people that you're sending love to. There's tons and tons and tons of prompts on Pinterest. There's tons of like journaling workbooks and self-help books and journal prompts for self-improvement. And so seriously, just do a quick Google search and see if you can find a workbook or a blog post or I think on my website, I haven't updated it in probably like a year or two, but I even have some journal prompts on there from probably like 2021, let's say. So those might be helpful. I even have like guided journal prompt podcast episodes. I can't believe I forgot about that. But I do have those as an option for you guys. Um, I posted some back in December, but seriously, putting pen to paper is a very healing tool and I highly, highly recommend that everybody practice it. So if you don't have a journal, I recommend that you get one and just start writing. I mean, you could even do this on like the back of a napkin too. Like it doesn't have to be a journal. All right, guys. So that is going to be it for today's episode. I really, really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, please be sure to leave a rate and review. And that just helps more people find and listen to the show. I love you guys so, so much. And I will chat with you next week.